And now, your feature presentation. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Cult Classics Podcast. Ho, ho, everybody. Ho, ho, everybody. Uh, Cameron Jones here with... Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Uh, we promised uh, after the last episode that we were going to get a little more Christmassy. We're not going to be as raunchy. Just, the gimmicks are out. This is straight up a Christmas movie. We're doing the 1992 film... Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Brought to you by Jim Henson Production, this is A Christmas Carol with Muppets. Uh, we've got Michael Caine playing Scrooge, Kermit the Frog, Dave Goels, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Steve Whitmire, Fozzie Bear, Frank Oz, Rizzo the Rat, Jerry Nelson. You got Gonzo, you got Kermit, you got Miss Piggy, Don't forget you got Riz. Animal, you got Rizzo the Rat really holding it down. You got that little rabbit that nobody knows what the fuck his name is. Adorable. You have the scariest ghost of Christmas past ever created. Pound for pound, the most jovial spirit of Christmas present. Muppet Christmas Carol. Is this a Christmas movie? Yes. 100% yes. Is this a Christmas classic? To me, it is. Yeah, definitely for our generation. Like, I, It was definitely a family movie for us, so I don't know. I mean, everyone I know of my age group knows this movie and loves it. I would say to play devil's advocate, it doesn't get much TV play like other Christmas classics. So it might kind of fall into a little sweet niche uh, niche like well, it's interesting. Christmas there, cult. It might be a Christmas cult classic. That could actually be for once. It is Disney and it is Muppets, but I. Well, it, D word. I don't know. Can we say Disney? Will they let us say Disney on a podcast? It's I don't one of my favorite D word uh, Muppet movies. Like a trickle down. What might make that make sense is this was originally written for just like a TV syndication, and then it got pulled, and then they quickly made it into like a movie. But I don't think it had the marketing, and it was up against Home Alone too. So those two reasons are, I kind of think, why. It's not maybe a, the classic it should be for the Muppets and Henson and just like their whole. Did you guys watch department. Sesame Street as kids? Our sisters did. It wasn't as much a me thing. So Christmas classic, kind of may, maybe for generationally, yes, I'd say for us. I mean, world, I mean, globally and just everybody. I don't know. Um, but uh, I think uh, Michael Caine's my my classic version. Hmm. That or the episode they did on um, Saved by the Bell. There are a couple newer ones I haven't seen, right? Isn't there like is there a Jim Carrey one or like a Yeah, there yeah, is. I actually kind of like that one. Jim Carrey did a uh, motion capture version in like 2008 uh, and Patrick Stewart do one too. TV version, I think. Yeah, I don't know if this Muppet Christmas Carol is a widespread classic. I I don't believe it is just because of the TV play and it doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. But for me, yeah, it's a Christmas classic. I agree. For me, I'm saying yes. Mark I'll say yes. Yeah, all right. Let us know if it was a Christmas classic for you, if it was a generational thing, or if uh, we're just a bunch of assets. Are we missing the mark? Yeah, well, yeah. Let us know. Pretty sure it's awesome, though. Uh, should we move on to cast and crew? Sure. Let's move on to cast and crew. All righty. Let's start with uh, one of the only humans I'm going to be telling you yeah. of of, uh, of the night. Uh, Michael Caine plays Scrooge. Uh, Jordan was uh, alluding to it earlier, but this is kind of, I think, when he got probably on both of our radar for the first time. I mean, it would make sense. It's a kid's movie we saw really young. I mean, I was born in 90. This came out in 92. So, Not the only human in the movie, but the, the only likable one. one. <laughs> at the end. At the end. Well, the only one we can, goes. The only one we can name. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, oh well, I'll save well. it for unverified. Yeah, well, I rewatched the extras, and a lot of them were trying to be actors. <laughs> uh, you got Kermit the Frog playing Bob Cratchit. So I'm going to tell you at least what the characters play. At least yeah. we get that across. But yeah. these obviously, um, like a bunch. There's like four umbrellas of like a bunch of characters that go under one voice actor. Mm-hmm. Dave Gowells plays Gonzo. And Gonzo plays Charles Dickens. There's this weird like couple avenues we have to take. Uh, I uh, like it. Let's say let, let's just actually start with the voice actors. Um, you've got Dave Goels. He plays Gonzo. He plays always one of my favorites. Uh, one of the um, what are the old guys? Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. I love he that plays hotel. one of those guys. Uh, he plays Bunsen. <laughs> he plays a couple rats. He plays one of the the baby pigs in the movie. Um, <laughs> Then you have Steve Whitmire. He plays Kermit. He's also Rizzo, Beaker, uh, one of the other little baby pigs. Uh, we also said this earlier, but this is notable. This was his first time taking over the role of Kermit the Frog before it was famously by Jim Henson. Right. But he passed away uh, before the filming of this. Uh, Jerry Nelson. He plays uh, little Tiny Tim Cratchit, little froggy. He plays the other. <laughs> he plays the other uh, Marley, Statler, or Waldorf. I don't I know like which one. I like that two people played them. Well, for how much they bicker, you'd assume they have to, kind of, right? So, that is true. Uh, he also plays Ghost of Christmas <coughs> Present. Jordan likes this one. Love it. Love it. Ma Bear, some of the penguins, a pig gentleman. I hope he actually the was inside fun. of the ghost costume, too, since it's just a person mask. I hope he was the I have to actor, that. actor, and the I voice assume actor. not. I assume not at all. I love at the beginning, they just give Rizzo the rat, just like played as himself. <laughs> yeah, he's just in it. <laughs> Uh, Fozzie Bear is also in the film. Gotta love Fozzie Bear. Plays Foswig, played by Frank Oz. He also does Miss Piggy, Freeze. Animal. Um, Apart from Jim Henson, Frank Oz was always the one you would see with uh, Jim Henson's name, I feel like. Uh, David Rudman plays the Swedish chef and a rat. The rats sure, are fucking sure, hilarious. Sure, sure. <laughs> Jessica Fox plays the Ghost of Christmas Past. Creepy old or creepy young. Mm, yeah, Kind of tooth fairy looking whole thing's terrifying. Thing going on. You know who we're talking about. We'll get to it. And Stephen McIntosh plays uh, Fred, like Scrooge's it. nephew. Uh, one of the only other uh, human actors. I'll, I'll get to him as well. I mean, there would be a lot. To, I mean, there's so much to unpack with this. It's Henson. They have a lore. They have a lot of voice actors. But honestly, we're not going to dig too deep into this. I mean, music. Uh, the music was by Miles Goodman. Want to touch on this a bit. Um, he was the comp- uh, composer for Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, nice. La Bamba, Teen he, Wolf. Oh. Nothing but so. hits. Uh, Frank Oz had some. He didn't direct this one. Um, he did direct uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Obviously had some handsome puppets, Muppets. Death at a Funeral, the 2007 Death at a Funeral. Pretty funny movie. What about Bob? Great movie so far. Jane Henson. I'm just reading this. She was uh, uh, Jim Henson's wife. Was responsible for hiring Steve Whitmire. As the replacement. Kermit, also played Ernie on Sesame Street. Um, Frank Oz replaced J- uh, his wife Jane quit performing to raise the children and Henson hired Jerry Jewell and puppet performer Frank Oz in 63 to replace her he credited them both with developing much of the humor and character of his Muppets he and Oz developed a close friendship and a performing partnership that lasted until Henson's death oh wow this is getting yeah well yeah because that was what I was saying earlier I always remember seeing like Frank Bert Ernie, Oz- Miss Picky uh, well, I just always remember seeing Frank Oz and Jim Henson. Their yeah. names would always be credited together back in the day before he passed away. Yeah. Which is weird because I kind of grew up from like here on out. Well, the great 
Muppet, Muppet, the great Matt detect, whatever that one is, the great Muppet caper. Yeah, that that one was kind of the first one that I got into, but that's for another category. So Brian Henson um, also directed Muppet Treasure Island, Muppets in Space. He produced. I don't uh, remember. He Muppets. produced the Labyrinth. Ooh, I don't remember Muppets in Space, but it does have a very similar feel. Granted, it is like Muppets, but Muppet Treasure I've never Island. Seen Muppets in Space, but I'm going to probably watch that soon. Uh, that pretty much wraps up for cast and crew. Let's move on to favorite aspects. Welcome to Favorite Aspects. I have a very visual one, which isn't good for this format, but it is the Feels Like Christmas song, and it's when Michael Caine is dancing, his back-and-forth arm movement where he sways. If you know it, you know it. If With you the don't, ginger Hagrid? Yeah. He's got he, some bounce to him. Tis the season of the symphonic choir. It's that part, and when those two are dancing together, if we sound funny, it's because we're all dancing right now. Uh, that part's awesome. It's maybe my favorite aspect of the whole movie. Oh, my God. What a great favorite aspect. And That's... I do have to call, I think it's my sister's also, like, some of my sister's oh, favorite we parts. Should, so. we, we should say a shout-out. Maybe we didn't say it before. This is Jessica Jones is our oldest sister. Maybe favorite Christmas movie. I'm not sure if that's official, but I'm. she's the champion that made it a family classic in our in our household. True. For sure. Love that. And she'll probably have a lot to tell us of things we missed. <laughs> um, so I have two favorite aspects. Well you, well, you can do only one until I get. <laughs> okay, I'll do my first one. I'll do my first one. I often don't think a movie that's not supposed to be a musical should have songs added to it. But I actually think that the songs elevate a Christmas carol from something that's dour and depressing most of the time. True. Something very cheerful and palatable. If you take out the movie, I'm not a big Christmas Carol fan. If I want a depressing guy that's going to kill himself and go to hell. You're going to go to It's a Wonderful Life. Going to It's a Wonderful Life all day, <laughs> yeah, every day. Uh, this this has always been too scary for me. Too depressing. Too Ghosts? Yeah, what are we doing here? Too 1890s, 1840s London. No, thank you. <laughs> But when you add some Muppets, and specifically the songs... Even Gonzo can make a joke and be like, wow, this really is a dirty scene. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, the music adds so much to this, to this movie for me. But one of my favorite aspects, and this is going to trample on an unverified, but I love, I love that in the DVD or the streaming version or the non-theatrical version... No, the, the theatrical version didn't have it. Whatever. I love that um, Scrooge's fiancé... That the her love song is, is song. the love is gone song. I love that it's not in here. That's a favorite. It's aspect. not in the version we just saw, but it is being added back in. There's actually we'll get to it on we'll verified, it on but verified. there are uh, two other songs that got dropped. Unfortunately, that never got created though. Sure. Well, I was just gonna say for favorite aspects that uh, we've already talked about this a bunch, but for our family, it was kind of like uh, uh, an annual classic that we would do. It's like you know Christmas Vacation and, and this movie were up there. It was like the classics every year. No, this is good. I could leave this outside of some big ones. Like, if I had to just watch two, it'd be not this one. Does that make sense? I hear you. I would. Here, here's a favorite aspect. Uh, just Rizzo in general. I love it. I love fucking just the, the look of the little rat is just funny to me. And I like will, him just being like sassy. I'll go further and say the rats in like all the rats, the, the rats, rats in all the, all the movies of the nineties are hilarious. hilarious. They're, they're funny in Muppet Treasure Island too. They're just, they're funny in the heat wave. Like they're hilarious. They're like, they do a thing where they do the, the group mentality where like just start chattering. You'll you got like, chatter. It's like, uh, or even like in the backgrounds of the song, you'll get like, you'll just get like a little fun voice in there. Yeah. With it's like still you'll within character and within the song. Well, they're having jokes within themselves. No matter what scene they're in they're they're cracking wise. True. They're fun. Um, you know what aspect I like about Rizzo's performance specifically? 
I don't know if it's like this in all the other Muppet movies. I'm not an expert, but he's. I like that he's eating in every mo- in every scene. I think that's a little it, more of it. This one, it adds a lot of character. I mean, he's, he's a rat. I think he's always kind of hungry. He's his joke. Isn't but that pretty much what Brad Pitt did for Rizzo's, like six years? Like yeah. always just eating in the scene. Rizzo is just so good. It's so funny. Well, I would actually just expand on this further. That I, in general, this is actually just kind of a funny movie. There's like timing with those puppets that, as an adult now, I look back and like some of Rizzo and Gonzo's interactions, like it's fun, yeah. like him just like kissing him on the nose, like at that one scene after the jelly beans, like just little things are just kind of funny. The window gag is funny. Yeah, they have like four physical gags. Um, I, oh, you know which one I really liked. The one he's when when they throw him over the fence and he's like, oh, I forgot my jelly beans on the other side, and he just goes to the bars. Classic. What? Or actually, you know, it's another what? good one, but it, but it kind of moves on to that. Whenever they interact with the characters in the story, but all the characters are kind of like, huh? Like Uncle Sam when he's like the American, <laughs> the British way, and he looks around and he goes, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what was that? breaking the fourth wall narration the, vibes too? Exactly. It's and not just like, the it's narration, like the thing, but like, they the, break the fourth wall for jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make him land more, which is kind of what like Statler and Waldorf did. That was that was kind of their role, just to, like. <laughs> you know, as far as Marleys go, the, this, these are my favorite Marleys. Before we got into the Marleys, they would they did it like a, a couple times with, with the rats, uh, where they'd be like yelling in the, like a door shut. You just hear them like, <laughs> still, just like still fucking go to the background. <laughs> <laughs> they did it like twice, like an audible, like oh. just muffle. Do you want to know a weird thing I noticed about the rats? Hmm. All of them are left-handed. Huh. Oh, I hate I'm guessing it's just a puppet thing, and they're yeah, all connected. Puppet, but I'm sure they're all connected. That, and they yeah, all have right. one hand. I totally go- get it. It's just like Michael Jackson dancing with his people in Central Park. <laughs> they're all connected to one string. I get it. It's just odd to me that it's the left hand. I mean, uh. is, wouldn't it just be backwards though to you? Isn't it their right hand but just reversed because you're looking at it? No, they're not Could in be. a mirror. They're Could in, be. No, they're sitting. We they, don't know. They were. I can look on a screen and know which <laughs> one. Well, which which hand am I raising? Uh, left. Okay, cool. Stage left. Oh, that's your right, dipshit. Yeah, that's I know. Just stage yeah, Check left. it. Oh, stage left. I never got. That's got to be your bull, right? Oh, I did. Um, I yeah. This this goes to to Rizzo. Sorry, this goes more to Gonzo. I, I think that a lot of Scrooges, most of them that I can think of, don't have narration, and I also think that makes it way more palatable. I agree. It like fills in the spaces of just an old man getting haunted by ghosts. <laughs> no, I agree. It's nice having some of the pros and stuff in yeah, there to move outside the story of little, literally their jokes, which I agree, I love it all. If just the narration adds so much, I don't know why I always thought this, but the Muppet Show since it was in the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. I always feel like that and Carol Burnett feel like similarities. Well, because it's like a variety, it's a variety show. show. It's a variety show. Those just yeah. didn't exist in our time, is why. Uh, let us know your favorite aspects from this movie, if especially if it's a Christmas classic like it is for us. Uh, moving on to Unverified. Kermit, has Kermit hosted SNL? Yeah. Uh, so, according to Google, no. But they were just a part of a couple seasons, the first couple seasons, just as characters, but no one, like, get, like Kermit didn't just guess host. But that does make both of them more cool. True. Why do I remember seeing Kermit, though, like, in, like, he's the 90s been in SNL? Some, he's, like, he's, I'm sure he's probably, he's either probably popped up or... They've used him in yeah. sketches before. Which is, you know. I mean, it seems like they had an old friendship, so I'm sure as long as it's not too crude, they'd be willing to be like, yeah. Everybody was doing coke. All right. Well, anywho. Uh, you can kind of tell that he would do this, but before production, Michael Caine told Brian Henson that he's going to play this like he was part of the Royal Shakespeare Company. He's going to pretend that there aren't Muppets around him, and he's going to play it as straight as possible. To which Henson added. said, yes, bang on. 
Sure, it doesn't matter. You're surrounded. I don't care. This is my first one. Wait, what did he say? He said yes. Bang on. Bang on. I don't know. He's American. <laughs> oh my! I'm going to start using that phrase. Bang on. Bang um, on, brothers. It's going to morph into bangerang. Yeah, that's it. Sounds big. just like bangerang. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Bad form. Bang on. Yeah, and all. It, it, I don't. I mean, is that how all? Muppet that's thing. how most Muppet movies are, right? They're just they act serious with it. Yeah, they're, they're characters. It just makes sense. But, to that point, though, Michael Caine <laughs> fought to get this role. Oh, really? Yeah, some of his friends who had done the Muppet show, he's like, oh, they all said it was a blast to do. So he had extra, uh, he was in exile from London for a time for tax reasons because he didn't want to like pay them. Yeah, it was like, tax <laughs> I feel asylum. like that's usually the ex, the, the problem. That was pretty much it. But he had just moved back to London and then he heard they were shooting the movie there and he's like, I got to do this because I like Peter O'Toole and other friends of his had told him it's fun to do. It's fun to be on a Muppet set. So he's like, I'm going to get it. Kind of going back to Michael Caine's uh, connection with uh, Brian Henson. He didn't realize it was his directorial debut until halfway through the movie in which he was very <laughs> impressed. He's like, oh, wow. He seems like a like a seasoned director. My yeah. guess is it came up before that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet other people knew that. Who were the other humans? Uh, Fred, nephew Fred and and extras. They weren't getting notes and facts on the movie, Jordan. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, Jerry Jewell, the writer, became... The first full-time employee of the Jim Henson Co. in 1961. He was their Coke runner. (laughs) (laughs) No, just joking. That's not true. Uh, The company coined the term Muppet as a combination of the words marionette and puppet. I may have learned that before, but I forgot it. So that's yeah, I've definitely heard that before. But now that I'm hearing again, cool. I suppose their only marionette is probably Snuffleupagus, because somehow yeah, just I mean big things. I don't know whatever. Yeah, all the big things. The big things. Here's one I actually remember because one of our sisters told us this. In the final musical scene in a store background is called Micklewhite. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Caine's real name is Maurice Joseph Micklewhite. Uh, that's that's interesting. One fun there's name change. Good idea. Ones. Yeah, There were a few other ones. It's all like producers and actual. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's actual credits. There's, there's a Statler like, and Waldorf. There's a. Yeah. Which are some of the, the Muppet names. The guys in the balcony. There were also guys. like some producer names that were like a shop in the back. There, there's mm-hmm. a couple of those which are fun. But it's fun. that's a fun one because it's, it's a real name. Yeah. Um, this is the first Muppet movie not starring Kermit as the main role. I was actually just going to read that. We kind of talked about it before, but moving off to that, it moved down to Steve Whitmire, who Mark said uh, Jim Henson's wife was actually the person that cast him as the replacement. Right. Or at least cast him, and then he ended up taking over. But he was super nervous of taking over the iconic character, naturally, because, I mean, it's a famous like 70s variety show character. He was huge. The night before he was supposed to do uh, the voice for the movie, he had a dream where Henson met him in the hotel lobby of the hotel he was at and he was calming him down being like i'm freaking out i can't do this like you're gonna be fine it's gonna be okay and then he said because of that dream he went in the next morning super confident and uh, didn't have any more anxiety about the rule so i just picture myself in the same scenario i'd have the dream like uh gordy has from stand by me like when his dad's like it should have been you yeah i would have had that dream <laughs> wrong I'm, kid died I'm wrong kid died yeah i'd be like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck this up <laughs> But that's good, whether it's true or not. You know, we got him through it. It's to me sounded like Kermit the Frog, don't you think? Uh, speaking of sounds like Kermit, Kermit the Frog said he got a good piece of advice from Michael Caine on set. He said, "Never, bl- <laughs> never blink." We're call- okay, Kermit the fucking Frog. There's a Michael Caine quote I remember from years ago reading about him. I had to like write a paper involving him or present something about him. Mm-hmm. He had a quote that he's like, "I've made an awful lot of movies. In fact." 
I made a lot of awful movies too. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps making movies, and that's what you got to respect about him. Well, this is something I just know off the top that Michael Caine grew up, I think, kind of poor, so he always had the mentality that he was going to take every movie role no matter what. So that's why he's like, that's why he's a notable actor. But he's also in like Goldmember and like Muppet Christmas Carol. He'll take any role. But if you hit one out of every ten, and you get a, if you get to make that many, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to remember all the bad ones. I'm pretty sure it's There's also not cr- a lot of Michael Caine movies I don't like or like Michael Caine roles I don't like. Anytime I see him in a movie, I'm like, oh, that, yeah, that like guy's just super charming. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Christopher Walken's of the same mentality that I think he grew up poor. And he's like, I'm going to take any role I can get because you never know when work dries up. So even now they take things like Jordan Miss Congeniality. Exactly. But that's why it's it's fun. Like this could be you could recast a lot of people, but I like it's Michael Caine. And it's also just nice hearing that and seeing these type of people in roles because you know they don't take themselves too seriously and they're probably fun to be around. I could be wrong, but one of the, I think he won an Oscar one year, but he didn't show up to the ceremonies because he was shooting a movie Mm -hmm. that the next year he won a Razzie for. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... That makes sense. You know. It's dedicated to Jim Henson at the beginning and Roger Hunt. Hunt was known for the voice of Scooter uh, and they together did Statler and Waldorf. If I'm not mistaken, though, Richard Hunt, I believe, was still alive during the filming of this, but he recently got diagnosed with AIDS and he just was unable to perform because of that. I think he died before the release, but he was still alive during the filming. But just due to complications, he couldn't participate. It's too bad. Do you want a fun, weird one? Sure. The theatrical trailer used music from Beetlejuice 1988. And because of that, that's why we've never seen the trailer. Well, that I've definitely heard like film production companies like like they were saying, reuse just songs they use just things they already own like the music and the score but that's what the does Beetle not Juice fit sound Christmassy without doing Clue I'm doing Clue no 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 we're doing Clue we're doing Clue no that is Beetlejuice we're mixing the two a little bit it also might be Pee Wee Herman maybe they're all the same that's if Michael Caine was being Muppety you know what I mean like if if the, that, 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 that's, a, that's a Tim Burton. That, that is, is yeah, that is, that is a Tim Burton. Moment. I'm I'm okay with people reusing productions like they're, they're the things that the productions own, like the scores. But that sounds nothing like Christmas. They use that for the trailer. Why? I think it just came they out own around the rights. I think it was just out around Halloween kind of thing too, and like they were promoting for the holiday I don't, I don't season. Know why. So it was just like on these trailers. Dah, 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 they were kind of, uh, but then because of that, they never uh, updated it. And because of that, there aren't any. I hate that explanation, trailers. but that's it's probably weird. it, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, so if you don't know, this is big in our house. There was a song called The Love Is Gone. It was performed. It was, it was the scene where Belle breaks up with Scrooge. We always had it in our version. And our Ebenezer. family. Oh, with Ebenezer. Ebenezer. Yes. Our family had that version and always hated it. We always fast forwarded through that song. And it turns out they were right to cut it. It's boring and sad. So and what slow. happened was they shot it and they cut it from the theatrical release because they thought it was too much a downer of a song. But then in the first iteration of the home video, they added it to it. And then somebody said, hey, this song sucks. And, and they like, took it yeah. out again. And they took it back out. But more recently this year, it's been announced that they're slipping it, it back. Again. They're slipping it back in. It's coming back in. I hope, that this, I, I hope this goes on for as long as they re-release this. I don't know what's after streaming, but there'll be something new when they download it to your brain. Well, this and was, I hope that they don't have it in there. Well, more interestingly, this is what I was going to build on to. It's like it. the Weezer song that came on, on the fucking uh, oh, yeah. on the windows. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, I look just like uh, But yeah. building off that, yes. something that we did know there were actually two more songs that are on the soundtrack they're actually on the theatrical soundtrack they they recorded the songs but they never actually filmed the scenes one is called room is in your heart 
And that's uh, by Honeydew and his assistant Beaker for like getting charity money at the beginning. And then the other one is Chairman of the Board, and that's a Sam the Eagle song as like his professor in the schoolhouse. Oh, I was kind of hoping for another Kermit track. You can find those. Can't cut a Kermit trap. Again, those are on the soundtrack. They were recorded. They just did not film any of the actual stuff. I had just seen earlier on some social media, like Instagram, like people are talking about it now. So hold on. That must be new, pretty new news. That they're like, I think you're releasing it now. I think you can watch those. I, if I well, you can't watch them again. They didn't film it. They recorded the. What music. side are you on? Do you want to hear the? Do you, like, are we on pro songs or are we on? I'm always on pro. Give me the content. Songs. I'm always on. Don't put it in the release. Don't George Lucas it. Give me a special. I want to see it. Cool. Right. I don't want to see it in the movie. I actually think that. So I'm happy that they're like based me hear off it. those two characters you named. The, the, I don't want they those right songs. To cut it. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. I don't need a Sam the Eagle song. Yeah, he was he was good enough. Yeah, he got was, a joke. What he got was funny. He was perfect. The Ghost of Christmas Past. Mm-hmm. It was created. They made a special puppet and they operated it in an underwater tank to do that. So it looks computer animated, but it's not. Yeah. For some reason, I remember having that like special feature on our around when we watched the movie. I remember just knowing that for some reason. I absolutely hate that. Mm, yeah, that's terrible. Ugh. It reminds me of the Tooth Fairy in Darkness Falls. I may have said that earlier, but it, oh, like, it really does remind me of that. Oh, like terrifying. that porcelain, like... I don't know what Darkness Falls face. It's is. a scary movie when we were kids. Uh, you, you either saw it or you didn't. Uh, this movie was the first production to exclude Muppet and Sesame Street characters being on screen together, which is interesting because this movie has Fraggle Rock appearances of characters in the background. Who's a Fraggle Rock type? Oh, no. Uh, Mudwell, uh, Mud Bunny, uh, Wander Mooch, and several minstrels, I guess, are just Who in the background. Are any of, this. of those characters? Uh, I mean, people know Fraggle Rock. I, did, I didn't watch it, but it was too young for there me. There ain't no I'm, way that. That was in 83, so I mean, we're that, all too that young for that. That spider's got to be a Fraggle Shout Rock character, those. right? Moving on to questions, comments, animosities. Just a comment. Impressive opening like pan through the rooftops because that's clearly like models and like just picked in like background portraits and stuff. But it's pretty seamless. However, they're transitioning between their models and like the background. It's good. They also seem to use, I, I guess they would probably just be painted flats for their sky mm-hmm. on wide shots. But it really does look good. It, yeah, it looks just, fine. It just looks so much better than a computer animated in fact, sky. I'll just say all their sets. I'm not sure where it is. It doesn't look like a usual backlot. But uh, maybe all, that's why Michael Caine was like, oh, fuck. Oh, Brian shit, Jensen, doing it. Good, did, good on you. He yeah. did say he was uh, in London. and They filmed in London, you said, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but like it's obviously all on a... I would say some most sort of, of it's on Some a sort of backlot, yeah. I actually even think that when they're with a the ghost, uh, the spirit of Christmas past, mm-hmm. when they're flying over the woods, it doesn't look that bad, especially yeah. for whether it be 1992 or 1984, whichever, whenever it came out. Uh, do you want know effect I still love that was dated then? I feel like it's when the ghost of Christmas presents disappearing and those like sparklies are all around him. I love that effect. Oh, I actually enjoyed that. I think that's better than everything turning into smoke and dust. Yeah, I'm not even it. hating on it. I, just I like, like the that. sparkles. Uh, much like uh, Disney in general, I have just a question about the hierarchy of what animals are animals. What's a chicken and what can speak and have thoughts? You know what well, I mean? Oh, like oh, who's well, Pluto the dog? Who's Goofy in this scenario? That's... Do you want to get into that right now? I know my mother told me never to eat singing fruit. Here's the thing. Oh, good, good on you. At the very beginning, there's a, a Muppet vendor selling a Muppet Christmas turkey to eat. Okay. Right. Let's start there. If you're a human mm-hmm. in the Muppet world, I'll eat any of them. Can I? Can I purchase that Muppet turkey and and cook it for my human family? Eat the Muppet turkey for yes. Christmas. 
hundred percent. Counterpoint: If it's sold, if I'm Gonzo and Rizzo selling apples at the beginning, human apples, regular apples, just I see and I see Rizzo scarf one down. I don't know about like a Muppet's digestive tract, but I don't know if they can handle apples. They, they shit out talking shit, but it looks like Muppet shit. I think if you speak, uh, if you can talk, then you can uh, the, do whatever. What is you want. the hierarchy here? I guess is, I, I get. Well, I, are I get, they equal the to answer, us? The Everything's answer. equal in the Muppet world. That's the, how I feel. Well, my more question is like, who decides who's Pluto the dog and who's Goofy? There's some chickens that are it's human a beings. Sim- it's summer. I, I honestly think that's it's, more my question. It's like, simple to me. If you have clothes <laughs> and you're standing upright, you don't get eaten. Well, if you don't have clothes, you're fair game. You're fair game. I don't care you're if you're just talking. I'm just taking a bath. Just I'm just taking a bath. Please, Muppets, dear. though. I'm talking about sort of the the whole Muppet universe that humans are somehow intertwined in. So the Look real question that. I think you're trying to get to, can you sleep with a Muppet? And the answer is... Can I fuck a Muppet? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you can. How do you it. But can a Muppet fuck you back? Yeah. I if they're tall enough. So. <laughs> Those big ones can. Those big ones that have like six strings attached to them. Um, I just have an o- overall blanket question. Do you guys like the uh, like a Christmas Carol as a a holiday movie? Other yeah, versions of I it. I do. There are some versions I like. I really don't. I love this one because you can see it as a play, and I've I've done that a couple times. Um, maybe even at Hanshire one time. Oh, but just nice. seeing it as like a you know I have seen a production. I've seen, I've seen our mom's version, uh, the Pass a Hat Players production. But I've seen the other stage version. It is a fun, it's a fun holiday thing if you can catch this on the stage, because one, it's pretty short. It, yeah, it, really, it, this, it, it, there's like four scenes. Really. Favorite aspect of this movie, it's a, done as, in a jiffy. Really, favorite honestly. aspect of any D movie, D word movie, <laughs> is just they're watchable. Ninety mm. minutes. That's yeah, what you get. Ninety minutes. You cut two songs you don't need. And then you float one for the next 40 years. Back to, your que- back to your question from earlier. Now we're there on that. What's your favorite song? Oh, I, I mean, it's... Uh, um, F- Christmas. It no, no. It feels like that. Okay. No, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's... There's magic in the yeah, air, my friend. There's magic <laughs> everywhere. Okay, so the Kermit song. I literally... It's no, just the, Yeah, okay. I could just watch that scene. <laughs> After I, all, there's so one more Christmas. Christmas. It it has some of my favorite things. One, it takes place at night. Mm-hmm. Two, it's my it, it that gives me the most Christmassy feel. The spirit yeah, of I the holiday. You. And three, I I just I think we all do. Don't you just love seeing Kermit's? penguins? No, <laughs> don't you love seeing Kermit standing and walking and walking? No, like, no, it's so no. Weird. I need to I need to, I need to say that I that's an animosity. <laughs> I, I, I hate I, seeing a full Muppet. I love seeing. A full I actually Muppet. Am, I hate full I Muppets. I am so disenchanted. There's only one time I'm actually pro seeing the full Muppet, and that's the Marley and Marley when one Marley is gesturing to the other by putting his leg out and doing this move. I actually like seeing that, but I don't like seeing their legs I, pretend. Oh, I love it. I love the disjointed Muppets. enough. It's so weird, but it's like, yeah, you go walk. His <laughs> legs go look on. so like you can't stand on those Kermit. I don't even know how you're moving, Kermit. Um, that's my favorite song though. One, one more sleep till Christmas. Just by far, I love it. It gets me. Do you want to go next? I mean, it's between that or it feels like Christmas, just because the whole number is fun and you get the Michael Caine dance. I get so it. Opening it's, song. Ooh, goes Mr. Hum. Oh, that, that is a big one. Mr. Grimm. You got a lot of character it's voices in that one. It's kind of funny. Yes. I thought about that. That I, song gets the most maybe cast, like people getting solos. Well, doesn't it remind you? And I guess it. It's predated by. Doesn't it have a opening opening number to? Um, Beauty and the Beast. There goes the cracker that I yeah. see each morning. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like Beauty and the Beast? Only you know yeah, they're, just, yes. they're they're both shit talking. Our voices. main character. Yeah, and we're just we have to get the description of who they are. 
Uh, just throwaway comment. I've always wanted a set of like Scrooge PJs with a cap. It's all these renditions. I always just want the robes and the cap. More importantly, I want a bed with the fork, like the corner post, but with the drapes that completely block out everything else in the room. I wouldn't make it out. Mm. It's called a nightgown. I, have, I want the nightgown. And cap. I have, I have priced a nightgown. Um, there's like shitty ones online, like Amazon, but what you want to yeah, do is go I'm to in. Brooks brothers and they cost like like a lot. It's like if I remember, it was like four hundred dollars. Uh, the more fancy side, like have you always? I've always wanted to wear a top hat at some point in my life. I don't oh know yeah, if, I'll ever get if there. those could come back on ironically and cool, that'd be fun. I think we're gonna have to find ourselves in like a steampunk dystopia world, royal wedding. <laughs> right. Okay, or a royal wedding would do it. Or I'm just have like just like a, a chain do, of nah, bullets only, around the, my shoulders. The only way we're practically wearing top hats is if we all get in a carriage. Like we're carriage rider drivers, drivers, chauffeurs. <laughs> uh, but I do just want to reiterate: I would love a four-poster bed with the drapes around it. No, I want it like thick and almost made of like velvet. I need it to be nice enough that street urchins are bragging that they stole it from my bed, my death oh, chamber. Jordan's oh, I've always wondered this. I mean, when you pass away, you shit yourself. So wouldn't it be covered in like shit? They got there quick. Is this, this is a D word. Movie, haven't even, what do we do? They killed him. Um. <laughs> It has his blood on it. Could there be uh, any other, like, worst? There, obviously, the Dark Ages and stuff. But let's say in modern American history. <laughs> Victorian to the Dark Ages. Just wouldn't that be the worst time, even as a rich man, to live? Yeah. Well, it just seems awful. London in the 1840s well, I to, didn't like, even have a comment. Like, <laughs> just the fucking worst. Oh, I agree. Well, because I had a comment just, on like that. I, as a rich Well, I, I That's I, just such a crazy argument. Just even as a rich person, it seems awful. Oh, not the it? greatest. Well, I even had a take on that that's like the opposite. I get times are hard and you need money and it's <clears throat> dystopian London or it's like old London, but why would you want to work for Scrooge? Fuck it. I Do you guys want my biggest argument about Scrooge? I know how they, they outro the movie, most of these movies, mm-hmm. and he was as good as his word. He lived with Christmas in his heart, right? Yes, right. he did. I argue his that, heart grew three sizes that, that day. Scrooge it's, it's exactly like that. They're the same, except one's financially sound. I argue that Scrooge really is just good with money because he's so frugal. You can't be buying gooses every day. What does it cost to keep Tiny Tim alive, for Christ's sake? He's going to go bankrupt. I agree. And it's easy to change when you're rich. Find me the Scrooge version that's poor. What's he doing? I, I often thought about how funny this line was. Like, you're just like, like this is undigested food. Like, you're a bit of old beef kind of thing. And then I got to thinking about it. No, food was pretty bad back then. I bet there were a lot of people in old London be like, oh, my God, there's the ghost of my uncle in my room. But he just ate some mushrooms. Because I ate 20-year-old cheese? Because I ate some berries and things that I found because times are hard. Uh, I ate gruel. <laughs> just gruel and gruel and gruel or opium well, opium no, was all cool back then i think we're just saying it's the food the food's bad there's no preservatives it's rotten but also if you i've think- never hallucinated and, and thought this is food this is food doing it to me <laughs> i have but i took mushrooms um <laughs> that's this, not, that was food that was, that food. was food that's edible yeah. <laughs> that's when you, that's when you have to remind yourself it's just the things i put in my body <laughs> Um, but also on top of that, uh, I think the next day he's so out of character and people would be worried about it. It's a bit of old beef or some gravy that uh, he got committed that morning. Like, hey, Scrooge is acting pretty weird. Should we lock him up? And he was. Ooh, that'd be pretty baller. But more importantly, he woke up being like, oh, it was just a dream. I've learned nothing. I've I mean, learned absolutely nothing. You're like, bitch, back to being Scrooge. Actually, <laughs> holy fuck, that was weird. Oh, that was a terrible nightmare. Hey, well, boy. Well, of, hey, boy, here's some shekels. Hey, boy. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Also, just- at the very end, if I may just say this. Scrooge, yeah, love the turnaround. Great. You changed. Like, you love Christmas now. You love people. You can't just 
go into Bob Cratchit's house no, and just yeah. like bring a, the whole fucking the town. town. Oh, huge animosity. Number one. Huge animosity. Do, well, never bring guests to my house if I don't want any guests. Just well, don't, like, don't bring any guests. I'm going to raise your salary house. and yeah. pay off your mortgage. And here's the town. Well, that's I cool think game. at that point you're like, I guess. I guess this is what we're fine. doing this Christmas. Fuck. Well, also just like. I'd also want to get that in writing. Am oh, I right? Sure. Uh, but like, we can't but like, take him on as well. Like Miss Piggy's like cooking all day, and then you just show up with the whole meal. I'm like, oh, cool. I guess no one cares about no, what I did. The real answer to that is they bring a raw turkey. So we're gonna have this feast four hours from now. Or no, I'm I'm oh, saying like, in like I'm saying, saying in conventional ovens. At I don't the know end of how the night, Ebenezer's going out in cuffs because they're all like, this guy's just He's off out the wall. Oh, bad. also, Mark, He's throwing too many shekels down. Uh, Mark, to your point, uh, if you skin any Muppet, they're all going to look like a real animal when you're done. So it turns oh, out that, was, that used to look like a Muppet I turkey. I always wonder if a oh, Muppet you're saying Muppet you, you, you can defer them, but it's it's It's, it's a, a turkey. Life. That's a turkey. You can skin a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've skinned a Muppet. <laughs> I do have a question. You guys are worried about what Muppets you can and cannot eat. No, Let's I'm not. I said you eat. No, 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 no. I said you can eat all of them. Okay, Mark, you can no, I didn't. consensually have sex with any of them. <laughs> okay. And my question is, after you have consensual sex, how come if your mom's a pig, you have two pig girls? And, you've and two frog and boys. And two frog boys. I don't Doesn't trust at all that. Mm. Shouldn't that be a, a weird hybrid frog pig? Yeah, you just seem pretty fucked up. Yeah. Well, so be, if you is. fucked a Muppet, mm-hmm. hypothetically, maybe it's just little boys, little girls, and just still frog. Sw- I think... I think, okay, so I think in my Big case... Babies. Just real hairy humans. I actually think it'd be like this. <laughs> yeah, or if I had the, sex yeah. with a woman Muppet, I will, she will give birth to Muppets. But if, say, I was a woman oh, and no. I had sex with a male Muppet, might be... I don't know. <laughs> you give birth to a skinless abomination. <laughs> yeah, please, kill me. Uh, I think that's what the... So the this, is, this is less of a question, more of just like a hope for Ebenezer. I know there's like some magic and stuff, but he's getting dragged out to the past a lot in the future in snow and a robe. Like, it's cold outside, and he's just slippers, stocking, dre- like well, sleeping do you robe. Think in the pa- do you think like ghost shit, you can feel the temperatures? I'm hoping it's like Harry Potter 2, which is kind of a memory. He's not really there. He's not really feeling right. stuff, so it's pretty warm still. Harry Potter 3. I think it only feels cold Two. in the co- uh, ghost of... Christmas and all of them, he, no, all of them, he's outside in the snow. Yeah, I know, but you're not gonna feel cold with that big, jolly, warm That's ghost true. of Christmas present. Mm. And then everybody's just kind of in a weird, what's going on with the ghost of Christmas? Well, I guess past. the real answer is you're not gonna feel much when you're tripping on beef in your bedroom and you haven't left your house yet. <laughs> oh, spirits! Um, this one has a lot of Christmas power behind it, though. Can I just say that there's a there's the divine there's, there's uh, sacred songs. There might be even a couple secular songs, which I will just call the Muppet songs. Uh, you got well, you're supposed to keep the got, spirit of Christmas, you know, which you, is Jesus, you, in your heart all you know year what's, round. What's fun about this, though? The only thing that makes a man change at that is the fear of hell. Is the they fear? Show, of, yeah, they showed him that. The fear of hell. Marley, Marley. No, no, he didn't fear it then. <laughs> that was a warning. He feared it when he thought he was gonna like go to hell. He's like, I'll change. I'll change tomorrow and only tomorrow. The whole thing was a dream. Hell was just Muppets. Like he just woke up and like no Muppets were ever there. That explains that weird walk home I had. Oh, I do, I do love that. <laughs> or at the beginning beef. of the movie, the whole entrance. <laughs> oh, I do like I do I do like how at the end um, with the ghost of Christmas <laughs> yet to come, Gonzo and Rizzo are like, "This is just too scary for us." So we're oh, gonna we're yeah, I like that too. Yeah, uh, I have a couple of legitimate animosities. Number one, um, 
So that ghost showed you you're going to die next year. You're still going to die. You can change what you want, but like you've still just been eating beef and cheese in the dark for years and like you you haven't had a good life. Number two. Yeah, that's the future. I, that, I, I yeah. thought that as Can't well. You, like, you could be a nicer dude, but you're still dying next year. That ain't going to change shit. Those, yeah, I love, so the ghost just kept pointing, mm-hmm. but he was like, you, yeah, a man can change, right? Yeah, a person can change. And it just No, kept you're going to die next year. <laughs> just no. kept Moving on to that grave. same thing. Tiny Is that Tim? post-dated or predated? Is that next year? He's going to die next year? Well, we don't exactly know, but like I'm just know. saying. Yeah, same thing with Tiny Tim. Like, soon. cool, you get those guys a turkey. Oh, nothing he's saving still Tiny ha- Tim. He still has tuberculosis. That yeah. You can't stop that. Like, he said nothing about medical bills. He's, he talked mortgage, higher salary. I brought a party and a turkey. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it at your place. All they said is Scrooge became like a second father and a best friend. Cool. For those last three months <laughs> of Tiny guys, Tim's yeah. life. He's really there while he He's not going to make And he even played for that plot on the top of the hill where he could watch the ducks eat. Oh, yeah. Such oh, a sad... and my final, my final animosity is the spirit of Christmas, the divine. You went and you helped Scrooge. Maybe help Tiny Tim. Maybe help the Cratchits. I think maybe just send Scrooge to hell. Cameron. <laughs> he had his chance. You can't help the poor. They don't have the resources to change anything. They can. What can they do? Well, maybe for, it's back to Muppets. For Scrooge Muppets to change. Humans. Muppets just don't have a divine. Guy. They're like, we just, we make them. We play with them. We fuck them. For I some you, hold on, like hold on. Let me explain. We talked about this in the previous categories, but just really to reiterate it, the ghost of um, Christmas past is terrifying. It was as a child. It's, it's like the fifth time we talk about it. Yeah. But the floatingness, the dead, weird face. Every single one of them are kind of like ghosts yeah. of past and future are always creepy. The this one, the past, this one, the past one is so much scarier than the future one to me. It, they aren't all like that. It makes me feel. <laughs> oh, but I, I do. I, I do want to re-say this: the the last ghost, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. That is what I thought Dementors were going to look like when I read the Harry Potter films <laughs> books. A Muppet Harry Potter would be pretty sweet. Um, I do have one animosity. This is not in general. Like Scrooge is a bad guy and he's selfish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this version of it. A Christmas Carol, I do not blame him for not going to his nephew Fred's house because I fucking hate this Fred. A lot yeah. of the times you're like, come on, man, Fred's a good guy and he's jovial. But this one is smug and he articulates too well. And I'm like, get fucked his wife. Kind of got a thing for her. But <laughs> fuck okay. Fred. I don't even think Fred should get invited to like whatever. And after they see him talking, I don't think shit, he was he. Seemed like he was kind of left out of the bit at the end there. Just seems like he's barging into. No, he's actually at the table. He's at the table. He's one which of two I humans. Like. Oh, he nuzzled up. He got. I barri- absolutely hate how they portray Fred in this movie. Yeah, I'm not. I've never I'm never with been a big Scrooge fan. on this one. It's like fuck Fred. I'm not going to Fred's house. Also, I I love thinking about that final scene when it's Scrooge, the nephew, and like forty puppets singing. Meaning, how many people are under that table? <laughs> okay, that that yeah no, I totally wondered that the final scene. Mm-hmm. There's a million Muppets. There. How do they do that? It's amazing. That's why you like. Hey, how do they do? And that's that? why Michael Caine's friends were like, "You're gonna love being on set. It's crazy. You're it's gonna wonder." How, yeah. But there's no way the Muppet Show had. I mean, that, that this has like 70 Muppets. Yeah, I know it's crazy. And then <clears throat> six actors who were like just didn't make it. <laughs> Maybe they, they probably got on stage work. They probably got stage stuff. I mean, this is obviously one. It's a tale that's been told a million times. It's a Christmas Carol. Two. It's a kids' Tales Muppet movie. So anything that's time. kind of questionable. It's been asked before, but if you have any questions, comments, or animosities about this movie, please write in on our movie posters on social media. Till then, we're moving on to recasting. Recasting. 
So just my throwaway one, I did Clara. That's Fred's wife. Uh, we only really see her at the party, but she just kind of had a Gwyneth Paltrow look. To, Gwyneth Paltrow look to me. I'll go Kristen Bell. Sure, just the right amount of annoying. <laughs> I did not have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither did I. Okay. I'm just, I can fill these ones in and let us go. I've got a bell now. Who do you got? I've got to think of her name real quick. Okay, well, you don't have it then. Bell, Julia Roberts. Yeah, whatever. Ooh, if you've seen the song, you would would know that's a good casting because that bell is so wide mouth with her singing. It's like the way she says the love is gone. It's not just the love is gone. gone. She's like, the love. It just doesn't. I mean, I'm seeing Muppets that are more realistically lip Technically, she's doing proper technique. She's opening her mouth. Yeah, but pro- you know, technically, that's annoying. So, did you say you had a young Scrooge? Yeah. Okay. So I don't have it. a young Scrooge, but I have a, a Christmas party with the with the Fonzie Bear. Young adult Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that, that's the one I meant. Sorry, oh. yeah. I didn't do so boy you didn't Scrooge. Do oh. Boy Scrooge. No, no, no. I did. A okay. Younger. I have Christmas party Scrooge. Yeah, that's why I had. Okay. Gotcha. I did that, that's Joaqu- my- Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, and it just kind of looks just. I got gotcha. you. I did Donald Gleason just because he's in everything. You would know him from Star Wars About Time. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's yeah. the redhead. That's a good one. He's the Gleason. We've cast him before. I'll go Daniel Radcliffe because fuck it. Sure. British. Very small. He grew like three feet in the next two years. Yeah, because he got rich and he had nourishment. <laughs> Actually, just got big shoes in the top hat. That's let's true. let's just not cast any of the Muppets, maybe. I did one thing. Well, I did two things. Number one, Ghost of Christmas Past, the ethereal floating thing we're scared of. I said either of the Fannings, Ellie or um, <laughs> what's the main one? Dakota, Dakota Fanning or Ellie Fanning. Oh, one, yeah. they are good actors, but kind of emotionless sometimes. Um, also, my gross, the Ghost of Christmas Present, John Goodman. You can put him in the costume or not. <laughs> or I guess who plays Hagrid? I mean, that's your real. Robbie Coltrane? Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane. That, that would totally work. That'd be, that'd be great. So... Statler and Waldorf, I did this motherfucker, <laughs> uh, Walter Matthau, and, and Mickey Rooney. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that'd be great. That's actually good. Uh, can I make one of them Andy Dick? Andy Dick's Rizzo. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that actually, that actually totally makes the, sense. He's got that voice. Huh? Yeah, that makes sense, actually. I love that. Uh, I have an annoying Fred for you. Eddie Redman, keep it in the you don't like category. Ooh, that's who I had too. But to make that it, is to a make it great. That's right. It's a it's a perfect friend. So great. But it's to make perfect. it to la- to make it likable, Colin Firth, Tom um, Holland. To Colin, make it wouldn't you like seeing a young Colin? Oh yeah, Colin likable. The Colin Firth plays Fred I in think, the oh, Jerry one. For this, I was trying to get away one? from people who have already done it because I wanted to do someone for Scrooge, but I know he's done it. For this unlikable Fred, though, Eddie Raymond is just... Oh, that's perfect. Mm. Just so perfect. Kept it the exact same. And give him a song. <laughs> just to really drive home. Oh, Uncle Scrooge, I'm in love. Just because I want to hear uh, Jordan do a Gilbert Godfrey. Gonzo is Gilbert Godfrey. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge was as dead as a... Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> dead as a doornail. Marley was as dead as a doornail. <laughs> my only impression perfect we all can do it so if i can do it you can do it yeah but yours is great yeah. uh, uh that's all i have except let's for scrooge. just do scrooge i got a good one first i'm gonna do my throwaway i want to do patrick stewart but he famously he has a version of this yeah. but i did oh, bill yeah, does bill nighy Ooh, i like bill nighy like bill nighy Ooh, that's good yeah i was really proud of that now i want you to go next just because that was such a good one richard harris Thought about that. I thought about also keeping it in uh, his uh, friend. Um, oh, hold on, Peter O'Toole. No, hold on, but that's um, good. Ian, hold Ian, on. Yeah, Ian sorry, sorry. Hold on, guys. Jesus, uh, I had Alan Rickman. Ooh. We just did him last week. Or that actually might be really good. That could be really good. In fact, I like it's a all snake of yours. Thing. It's like a. 
Yeah, but what yours both can do, they can play the stern side so well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we they know can... they're both funny and jovial once they get it. Whereas mine, Richard Harris is just always cool. So I thought about doing this. The Peter Gambit version is the Grumpy Scrooge, mm-hmm. which is the sucky uh, Dumbledore. Right. And then when he turns good, he becomes Richard Harris. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I mean, I do know Peter O'Toole, and he said someone else was offered this role instead of oh, Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Kane. They, they, they offered like, it to like... There were like three other kind of... Sir contempor- Anthony Hopkins? I'm not sure if he was. Oh, well, you're saying just for no, he's a he's in the background. There's just a glimpse, just a glimpse of him, of uh, Jack the Ripper. And, <laughs> right. and it's him. You guys know the young version of him in Westworld, how he's kind of like walking weird and like upbeat. He's, yeah, it's he's like, Fred. It's like seeing a. Um, yeah, well, I mean, the point is, Anthony Hopkins is younger. He's Fred. No, Fred's not like a little annoying. Fred is just annoying, like to the point. I almost like the way I feel about this Fred character is the way I feel about Bright and Gumble. It's like just <laughs> no, tone it down. It's not an insect or anything like that. It's <laughs> something and it's a more disgusting. Uh, I fucking hate Fred. him so much. He's the worst. His wife I'm okay with, but uh, get, <laughs> Yeah, she's all right. She's I mean. not bad, especially for the times. That's it for the main cast. Let's move it on to the Holy Trinity. Welcome to the Holy Trinity. If you're a first-time listener, this is where we put three character actors into the movie. This week, it's Danny DeVito, Jane Lynch, and Nicolas Cage. Let's start with... Dan- no, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Can I Can I just interrupt, interject here, if you will? Too late. Uh, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, Danny DeVito, like, can I put him... Is he a voice? Is, is, I think do I have you to can do any, anything. Anything. Okay. I think you can do either. Love that, love that. Just but wanted be, to be sure. You can do voice, you can do live action. I didn't want to get, you know... I don't want to get disqualified somehow. All right, uh, Jordan, you seem confident. Danny DeVito, where is he? Danny DeVito, where Danny is he? Danny DeVito is the voice of the spider. That's what I was going to do, funny enough. Oh, and it does, it's it's almost perfect. I was going to make him some sort of underground-y thing. Um, oh, hear me out. He could just They're be... still warm! We'd have to recast Fozzie Bear, but he could just be Fuzzy Wig. He could be Fuzzy Wig, but I think it's it's a, more it's more fun. And this is proven by um, Only Sunny in Philadelphia. It's more fun to have a dirty, gross Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I, I will I, not to say he can't do warm and fuzzy. That's where I was going to put him, but just to differentiate, I'll put Fozzie Bear for him. Fuzzy okay. Wig. For me, I think I'm going to go maybe a little Muppetier Scrooge, Ooh. and I'm putting him as Scrooge, kind of like a uh, a penguiny Batman kind of Scrooge. Oh, oh wait, you're like, putting a Muppet Scrooge? No, 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 no. Okay. Is he going to be in makeup? He's he's a. I mean, if you're I mean, talking like Batman penguin, penguin, that is the scariest villain of my life. I think I and make time him, out. Time out. Him, Are you uh, casting the penguin like Danny DeVito's the Batman penguin as Scrooge? Yes, terrifying. Oh Jesus! Now that that you know the Beetlejuice soundtrack makes a little more makes sense. Makes a little more sense with that. Does well, he make the change? <laughs> he makes the change. Yeah, loses the lipstick. Uh, <laughs> where did you put Jane Lynch? Uh, Ghost of Christmas present. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Just someone fun and jovial and tall. Love that. I mean, I'm going to agree with that. Might make her live action, though. Might make her live action. Yes, live action. Couldn't agree more. Love that. Thank you. I'm actually going to second that. That's actually just a good one. Where do we put Nicolas Cage? Fred. I put him as Cousin Fred. But imagine. Unlikable, too. Imagine his answer is just a little more crazy. Hit him doing like the twenty one questions at the party, and he he thinks he is. The oh, I got it! I got a good one. I got or even just like at the beginning when those people are trying to collect, like, oh, my uncle, he's got some money for you. He makes a bunch of money. 
<laughs> Love Fred there. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's. I, that I was is gonna correct. put him as Scrooge, but it's not as fun. Um, just yeah, it, but uh, but you could <sighs> just think you how he put would, him like prosthetic makeup at that point, right? That's fine. Well, he's, he's not as young as he used to be. I got something maybe scary. Nowadays, he's he's probably in his late fifties. But what I'm saying is, I would like to see Scrooge him. Scrooge is seventy five. Just th- Ebenezer, that is. <laughs> it, it's funny. He's probably like. 42 <laughs> like, yeah. like in like, the 1840s he smoked a lot of yeah. pipe tobacco uh, well they breathed in i believe just nothing but ash and, <laughs> and tuberculosis and yeah. stuff and Not he was rich he uh, was so rich that even his food he's like this is turning me mad <laughs> anyway it wasn't there worm wheel everywhere back in the day you get a little absinthe didn't have electricity mind. that's for sure <sighs> sorry no Back to Nicolas Cage's Scrooge. Mm-hmm. It would be funny to see him react to show me no more like spirits. Yeah, that's true. Uh, That'd be kind of worth the top. He could cry on, on an instant, I imagine. This is a, this is an, <gasps> this is an interesting take on it, but imagine a silent. He doesn't say a word, but he's the ghost of the Christmas is yet to come. But like just a well human form. He's lit wh- him. Like you see yep. his face. You see his face. He might have a robe on still, but you see him. What about just a floating head him as the sp- Follow go- me. Yeah. Take my hand and Follow you shall me. fly. And you will fly. Maybe. Oh, actually, yeah. If we just had a like wisp behind his floating head, I like him as either or. Either silent or floating head is funny to me. Yeah, he can, I think he can do either. Head's better. Uh, we're moving on to Mount Rushmore, top four. Mount Rushmore, top four. Mount Rushmore, top four. This week, we're doing our list of our favorite Muppet characters. Uh, starting with our number fours, Jordan, who's your least favorite of your favorite? Statler and Waldorf coming in at number four for me. They add a lot of laughs for me. They're I'll give you group. that as a group. Like, I like, don't know which one's which. I'm going to give you as the group. All right. I did Kermit. As a full? I did. He's not my favorite character. He's a, he's a big one. It's a wild, wild call he, there. He's on my list because he's a top one. He should be number one, but he's not number one on my list. What do you got? That is a, I did animal. 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 So close to breaking my list. What's the best part about animal? He plays the drums. Okay. He's talented. What's the sneakiest part about animal that's awesome? His According hair? to me. He's good at the drums? Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't know what you're thinking. What? He's got such a brow that covers his eyes, but then sometimes he opens them. <laughs> but most of the time, it's Expressive eyes. You like the expressive eyes. No, I like that you didn't know he had eyes, but sometimes he's got to have his eyes. <laughs> Okay, so number three, Cameron, mm-hmm. or I'll go. I started. Uh, my number three is Kermit. Okay, obviously, Switch, close Switch with Kermit. This is crazy. Well, it's he's It'd be just boring not if the he was the number one, you know, because he is already the number one Muppet. Like, he's the, he's the just, logo. He's, yeah, but some of the listeners the like have Kermit as their number one. Like they're yeah, not doing my Mount being, Rushmore. You guys are trying to be edgy. It seems like. those just, people can write in their own Mount Rushmores. <laughs> like, what's the best part of this movie? Was it Kermit? No, no, no it wasn't. And you'll see so that you reflect had, you had, What was your third? Your uh, Kermit, Kermit was my number three. three. Third. I did Floyd Pepper. He's the rocker with the mustache. He's the band leader Love of the him. Muppet Mayhem. He's band. green, right? Has the like the ring. He's, he's or I think he's green, but he has like orange hair. He has orange mustache hair and like hair. But he's here. green, right? The, I think so. Or purple. I can't think off the top of my head. The Muppet band has like. One to two burnouts, and I don't know them by name, but I like seeing them. Mm. There's I like, assume he's one of them, right? Yeah, but he's also the band leader. He has the cool '70s hair. There's also another like girl that's kind of like a Stevie Nicks. Kind yeah, of she's on my list. She's on my honorable mention. Her name is Janice. I like the band in general, but if I'm taking one person, Samuel probably. Yeah, yeah uh, why? Well, that's why I put in the band leader. Mark, who's your number three? My three is Beaker. Okay, yeah, always comes to play. 
Always a funny. Uh, so you don't like Honeydew? You don't like uh, you don't like his his pal? But they they those two are distinctly different characters because one doesn't speak. He just goes papa, <laughs> and the other is boring. Whereas mine, they come at the hip. They made them Marley and Marley. <laughs> like they didn't they even came separate in as a them. duo too. I know. Okay, okay. Uh, Jordan, okay. who's your number two? My number two is Rizzo the Rat. It's also my number two. I have a feeling I know who a lot of people's number ones are. Yeah, Mark, what's your two? My one is Rizzo the Rat. Nice. So who's your, is number two your Gonzo? No, number two is your Kermit. I assume. Oh, no, my number two actually is is a a, a big. Okay, I, I got real confused in the numbers. We're all number twos. We're on Rizzo's. Who is your number two? Sorry. It's a cameo, the the big guy. Oh, Sweetums, Sweetums. <laughs> no, 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 that's the Swedish chef. Sweetums is that giant hairy oh, guy. Oh, that like, uh, hey guys, yeah. If, yeah. We're, if yeah. we're taking Kermit off the fucking list now, we're saying he's a a, a four. Oh, he's at just best. Kermit's on my list. He's my number four. I'm just saying, if we're not putting Kermit at one, okay, we're gonna make it. Obscure I like list your here. guy. He seems like the only one that's definitely not on strings. There's a guy. Oh, there's in that a guy suit. in that. Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely a guy in that suit. There's uh, a guy in Ghost Christmas Present, right? Too. Oh, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Be. That one, Big Bird. Yeah. yeah, or it's the best puppet work I've ever seen. It would be miraculous, but I only see their puppets. Uh, my number one is Gonzo. My number one is also Gonzo. That's a, that's a cookie cutter number one. He's awesome though. He's so awesome. He's, he's so awesome. He's so much the best. He's so much funnier than Kermit. He's, he's like I like him so much more. He's oh. funnier. He's witty. I'm not saying the we'll Kermit. Have to agree to disagree on that, I guess. Kermit has the star power, but Gonzo's funnier. He comes with the jokes. Do you know who is a kid? I would have put on here, but I Fozzie Bear. Kermit sings way Fozzie better. The bear. No, like he's Kermit's got, got the better heart. facial expressions. Hey, we're not saying he's not the star. He's just you know not, not my favorite. I'm, just, I'm putting my side in. That's that's all. I did have Fozzie Bear as an honorable mention. Fozzie Bear. If I was a kid, I'd be like, yeah, Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear Might used be to be not my, my number one, but it turns out not funny jokes aren't funny. Yeah, when you're older, they're not funny as a kid, as an adult. Mm. Uh, let us know who some of your favorite uh, Muppets are. We'll even, you know, your Fraggle Rocks, your Sesame Streets. We really didn't get into that world Sam too much. Sam the Eagle, Ernie, Elmo. There are roughly a million. Elmo's characters. had some pretty shoddy recent years. That <laughs> yeah, he might be canceled. Yeah, I mean, Miss Piggy's got to be up there on a lot of lists. Yeah, except she's the worst. <laughs> she's supposed to be, but she is. Uh, the, the dog. What's the dog? Ra- Ra- Ma- uh, Ralph the dog. Ralph the dog. He's just there to be a filler. Look at this thing. Thanks for listening to our take on a Muppet Christmas Curl. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on social media at Cold Classics Pod. And make sure you write in movie requests at Cold Classics Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, check in next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.